Hey everyone, welcome to the Behind the Scenes Podcast. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Audrey. And on this podcast, we share the messy, honest, unfiltered, and not so curated parts of our life. Think of this podcast as a bunch of bloopers with some truth bombs sprinkled throughout. That's right. We're going to be taking you behind the scenes of our daily routines, our social media feeds, and what you may or may not have seen on TV. We're going to be talking relationships, family, faith, business, basically whatever we are learning about, fighting about, or laughing about lately. We're going to be sharing our daily life, our struggles, successes, and our roses and thorns from each week. And we don't want this podcast to just be about us. So we're also going to go behind the scenes with some of the people who inspire us the most. We hope this podcast feels like you're joining us for a campfire. Come hang out. Today's episode of Behind the Scenes Podcast, we have interviewed one of the most inspiring guests we've ever had on the podcast, and we actually got a chance to sit down with her in studio studio. here at the farm, which is really fun because we we don't do that with many of our guests. Usually, they're remote, so it was really cool for the three of us to be teary-eyed together in person. You guys do not want to miss this episode. It is so inspiring. And just the story um, that you're about to hear in this episode, I think is just really going to touch your heart. So please tune in, perk your ears up. With that said, Jared and I want to give a little context for what we're going to be talking about today um, with her, but also just give some context about why we have her on the show. So yeah. um, if you guys are familiar with an organization called Compassion, um, it basically is an organization that works with local churches around the world to sponsor children. And one of their key unique um, sort of elements is that they have created this letter writing system where you can write letters back and forth to the child that you're sponsoring. So um, I have been doing this since I was 10, I think, is when I first started. My parents actually signed up to sponsor two Compassion Kids through our church, and my sister and I were the people that wrote the letters. So we would like take pictures of our cat and send them. We would draw pictures to send to our sponsor kids. And so we were the people that were writing the letters, which was really cool that my parents empowered my sister and I to be able to do that from a young age. Um, And just such a special thing, I think, and a cool thing to learn what it was like to write a letter to somebody that I didn't know. Yeah. And well, I don't think you even realized at the time just how powerful what you were doing was. I didn't. And can be. Until like, later. Yeah, you just thought, it, oh, I'm writing someone. <laughs> I think when I actually met you, babe, you had like a pen pal somewhere. I don't know if it was the same, if it was a compassionate child or not. But like you, you've always been writing people, random mm-hmm. people around the world letters. Yeah. Um, and I think that's super cool. And I think that's something specifically that compassion allows people to do. And it's something that, you know, you've praised the Lord carried into our marriage. And Mm -hmm. so we have a couple kids with compassion that, um, that you write. And honestly, I'm inspired to 
write myself now, but um, <laughs> but you guys it, know it's really cool because we're we're big letter people, and yes, we think that, that we totally believe that love shows up through its efforts. And letters is one specific way that you can really show care, meaning, um, you mm-hmm. know, to another person, another human being. And so I think that's a really cool thing that you know specifically compassion allows people to do is yeah. write letters to their sponsored children because <clears throat> money, it you know. Yes, it's extremely useful and helpful, but it goes a certain distance. And then I think the you know the the actual relationship is what carries things across the finish line, mm-hmm. specifically yes. in the kingdom of God. Um, you know, it's built on relationship. That's what that's kind of a distinguishing identity of Christianity is that we actually have a relationship with the Almighty Creator God. Right. And so I think relationship is. Uh, is super important, and letters um, specifically go a long ways to convey a lot of love and mm-hmm. compassion, pun intended. Um, yeah. And so we've always been letter people. We still write letters. People actually ask us, after, you know, who have read our book, they go, oh, "Do you guys still write letters?" And you guys just heard in our pot in our podcast a couple of weeks, maybe a month or so ago now, about um, our anniversary that we still do write letters um, mm-hmm. every anniversary to be and read. write letters. On the next one, yeah. And we also write letters to Ember on her birthdays that we will give her someday. Yeah. Um, and if you've read A Love Letter Life, you know that I was writing letters to Ember before I even knew I was going to have a child, let alone a daughter. So, yeah. um, so the letters have been a huge part of our story. And I think one really cool thing about writing a letter to somebody that you don't know um, like for example, when I was writing the compassion children, but also writing, you know, prayers for my future husband, or there was one year where, and maybe if you're listening and you are one of the people that received one of these letters, I want to know because I'm so curious, but one year for Lent, when I was in college, I did this Lent letters thing where I wrote letters for 40, for the days of Lent every day to, um, the first 40 people that, signed up to receive a letter of encouragement from me from my blog. This is like back in the odgepodge days of blogging. Yeah. And I was writing a letter to a stranger every single day for 40 days. Didn't know anything about their life. All I had was an address and a name. But I think the cool thing about that and the cool thing about compassion and the cool thing about writing letters to our our unborn daughter is it leaves so much room for the Holy Spirit and for God yeah. to lead you in what he would have you say, because you don't know the person and you don't know their story and you don't have a lot of context. And so you really have to sit, you know, with the Lord before you start writing and leave room for him to guide you in what you say. But I think then on the reverse side of that is it's so powerful when you receive letters back or look back on those letters and can see how God was so leading those words at that time. Yeah. And it's just, I think it's just, it increases my faith to go back and read those letters and go like, oh, here's what the, here are the prayer letters I wrote to Jeremy. Here's a letter I wrote to Ember. And wow, this well, totally applies. Yeah. And, something, and I did not know how it would apply then, you know? Yeah. And something that struck me too, which you guys are going to hear real quick, you know, we've got an amazing story coming up, but, um, uh, you know, she mentioned something that was said in the letter. And mm. what's so cool about writing people you don't know is, you know, cultural differences become yeah. very apparent. And, you know, the kingdom of God is worldwide and mm. everyone is invited to become a children of that child of that kingdom. But she was mentioning this, um, something that was mentioned in the letter. And it, to me, I read it or she said it and I was like, okay, that sounds 
you know, it's totally normal language how anyone mm-hmm. would really kind of start a letter. But it was one of the most profound things uh, of her experience with letters that for me was cool because that's something that, you know, obviously the Lord used unknowing to the the guy writing in her life that that really encouraged her for many, many years. And I just think that's so cool and funny. Um, yeah. You know, the cultural differences and how they can really come through with letter writing and whatnot. But yeah. Um, so anyways, I guess we'll, we will introduce yeah. the guest now. Her name is Kiwi and she is from the Philippines. She originally from the Philippines and she was a compassion child, raised a compassion child from the age of, I think it was seven, right, Jer? Yeah, seven. And is a graduated compassion child, now works in the medical field in Dallas, as Texas, a physical therapist. As a physical therapist. And her story from first becoming a compassion child to now and the impact that it's not only had on her family, her, her life, but her family and the community that she was a part of back in the Philippines. And even beyond that is just really incredible. Um, And the fact that now she is a sponsor to her own Compassion Children um, is just such an incredible like testimony. So we know you guys are going to be super inspired by this episode. Um, And we're just really excited yeah, well, let's kind of get into it. And with that said, um, you guys, at the end of the interview, we're going to be giving away a free signed copies of A Love Letter Life to everyone who does a specific something. So hang on to, to the, everyone. To a everyone. free signed copy of A Love Letter Life. To everyone, dot, dot, dot. So <laughs> hang on to the end of the episode, and we're going to tell you how to get a free signed copy of A Love Letter Life. That's fun. Um with that being that's said, fun. yeah, that's super fun because <laughs> uh, we've never really done that before to tell everyone that, hey, you can get a free signed copy. It's pretty cool. Um, okay, let's get into the interview. Yeah. Here's Kiwi. Hey, guys. So we are super excited because we have a very special guest in studio today, which is super fun for Jerry and I because we don't get to do a lot of podcasts yeah. with our guests, our interview in guests studio. actually in studio. Yeah. So super fun. We have Kiwi here. We're going to tell you, she's going to tell you who she is and why she's here. Um, but first we wanted to give a little bit of context on what we're talking about. I know Jared and I have already set this episode up a little bit um, yeah. before, but compassion has been something that I have been able to be a part of since I was a young child. And uh, Kiwi, just so you know, I got to actually grow up writing letters to two compassion girls from a very young age. I started when I was in sixth grade and my parents actually sponsored two children, but my sister and I wrote the letters. And so we got to write letters back and forth to those two childs until children until they graduated compassion, um, which is a really cool experience for me. And um, as Jerry and I have kind of talked about early in this episode, letter writing has become a really big thing for us in just our yeah. life, but me especially. And so I, we want to get into with you just all about the impact of what those letters have meant to you. And I know you've brought some of yes, those letters here into I the studio, it. which is so cool that you've kept them. And um, so we want to talk all about that. But first, maybe just give us a little bit of a background on just where you are right now today, having graduated the program. You know, you grew up a compassion child, but mm-hmm. tell us like where you live current and what you do currently. Okay. So... 
Um, my real name is Kiwani. Yes. But you can call me Kiwi like the fruit. Kiwi's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. And now I live in Dallas, Texas for five years now. But awesome. 10 years ago, I came to America to work as a physical therapist. Okay. But I started in Dalton, Georgia. And then met my husband, got married. And I've been married for seven years now. And then five years ago, okay. uh, because of his job, we decided to move to Dallas. And, and he we is- love it. What is his job too? He's an executive chef okay. in, in a restaurant. Cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yes. So, fun. so currently you're working at a hospital then? Yes, I'm working at a hospital in Dallas, Texas. Yeah. As, as a physical a, therapist. As a physical therapist. Uh-huh. Awesome. So, so, and how did you get that job? Like, when did you come to the States? And because okay. we're going to kind of. So kinda, now we should maybe backtrack. No, 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 no. We're going to kind of work <laughs> yes. backwards in the story. Okay. But like, okay. I hear okay. that and I go, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, how'd you get there? That's amazing. Uh-huh. How'd you get there? So, <laughs> All right. Okay. So how I got there is that when I graduated physical therapy in the Philippines, okay. I cannot find a job. And I said, Lord, did I make a mistake in choosing this profession? Mm-hmm. But God doesn't make mistakes. Yeah. And he has plans for everything. Yeah. So one Sunday I said, okay, I'm going to go to church. The, the pastor's word is going to be God's specific word for me. And that's a word for Abraham. Go mm. out of your country. Go to the land that I will show you and you will be a blessing. Mm. And I said, how am I going to do that, Lord? I don't have money. If this is your will, it's your bill. You're going to pay for everything. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. I went online and applied as a physical therapist in the state of Georgia, which at that time, I don't know where Georgia is. Oh, my gosh. And then my employer called me up and they said, and they interviewed me and they said, Kiwi, we want you to come to Georgia and we're going to pay for everything. We're going to even give you $1,000 as a sign-on bonus to just come to Georgia. And that was 10 years ago. Wow. Yeah. So to receive that news, I imagine Mm -hmm. it being just like incredible, right? Yes, yes. And were you super eager to go or was there tension of leaving the Philippines like where you grew up? And I was super eager to go because I want to provide for my family, for my parents and my sister and to help like our relatives do in the Philippines. Wow. Okay, so 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 speaking of which, how did you, where did you grow up? How did you grow up? Tell us the Yeah, now maybe back all the way up. So (laughs) backtrack to that. That's why I was so eager to go out of there and uh, to help my family is because I, I was born and raised in a very poor family, mm. um, in the middle part of the Philippines. So my dad is an alcoholic, and every night he would come home drunk. And um, three, I had three brothers, uh, older brothers ahead of me, but they all died mm. because of lack of medical attention. My parents oh, just wow. can't yeah. afford um, to have prenatal checkup and stuff mm. like that. So after that, I was born in another sister. And growing, growing up in, in the Philippines, it was just so difficult. I remember just uh, it, for us, in order for us to drink water, mm. we would go out and pump the water and yeah. boil our water to be... And carry it And back. carry it back to our house. And you have to yeah. boil it. To boil it so that to kill all the germs and to drink the water. Wow. And always is that... Um, I remember the lack of food in our house mm. that I would beg my parents, Mapa, I cannot sleep because I was so hungry because uh, we would just settle with rice and soy sauce or rice and salt. Mm. And coming into your farm, yeah. I saw apples. Yeah. yeah. And I was just so excited because when apples were imported from America to the Philippines, I would beg my parents, Mapa, I want to taste this Aww. apple. But just we got to go pick some apples. Yes, yes let's we'll pick, pick apples, apples after the podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> even a rotten apple, my yeah. parents could not afford to buy. So that's how I grew up there. But 
this is not a sad story because yeah. God is so good. Because yeah. one day my dad was an alcoholic when everybody said, oh, your dad's not going to change. He's going to die alcoholic, blah, blah, blah. But um, in his workplace, he picked up a track. I know there's a lot of millennials listening to your podcast. A yeah. track is the reading material yeah. <laughs> about Jesus. Thank you for that clarification. You know, I was actually about to ask, like, <laughs> explain what that is. <laughs> so behind the track, it says to go to a crusade. In okay. that crusade, he heard about Jesus, wow. that Jesus loves him, gave his life for him, and he received Jesus as his Whoa. Lord and Savior. Amen. Wow. For the very first time, my dad went home sober. Oh wow. My, gosh. my mom was not pleased because like she was so amazed. Like, what's wrong? Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Why are you so It's alarming. Tonight? It's yeah. alarming. <laughs> are you sick? Oh my God. But my dad said, No, uh, I received Jesus. So you, we need to go to church. And you know what? That's the start of my compassion journey. Because wow. when we went to this church, there's a, a program, a project yeah. of compassion in that church. And since we're poor, the staff there said Kiwi, uh, to, to my parents that, hey, we want to enlist your child in this pro program. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So that's amazing. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. And so you got enlisted uh -huh. into the program. Mm -hmm. And just to continue the story with your parents and your family... Uh -huh. You guys continued going to church, and so we can continued going to church, and then and they're still believers to this day, and until this day, uh, I, I'll, I'll continue yeah, with yeah, my yeah, story. Yeah. Don't so, don't too far. <laughs> so my so we went to church, and then me and my sister we would go to Sunday school, and then they they'll sing about Jesus. But I, I can understand that if this Jesus cares and provides, then why do we live this mm. way? But just right after I got registered to Compassion, I got a letter. And they said I was picked to have wow. a sponsor at age of seven. Wow. And I brought my very first letter. The yeah. very oh first this letter so that cool. my sponsor told me. For those listening, she brought she's, she's the got this full amazing journal, journal here. <laughs> of all the letters. We'll that share she's, some behind the scenes. Yeah, that she's written um, to her sponsor and back here in front of us. But Yeah, read it so if the, you want. So the very first letter that struck me was... Uh, he said, Dear Kiwani, and thank you for your letter. And it says, You are a pretty person. Mm. In our culture in the Philippines, we don't tell our children, mm. You're beautiful, you're mm. pretty, you're awesome. Yeah. And that struck me like, Huh? Yeah. Me? I, I don't believe that I was pretty when I was a kid. Wow. My parents didn't even tell me that. Nobody told me that. Wow. But this person, he didn't even see me. He just saw a picture of a kid and, and told me that I was pretty. Wow. Later on, I begin to realize, Lord, is this how you see me? Hmm. That I'm beautiful in your sight. Wow. And in the Bible, it says, you are fearfully and wonderfully, wonderfully made. made. Yeah. So I begin to go to the Compassion Project and I would sit there. They would teach us how to brush our teeth, wash our hands, and then we'll have um, dental medical checkups because we can't afford that. And we would have letter writings too. And one day, my teacher said, um, she told me, Kiwi, yes, this is your situation. You are poor, but this is not your destiny. Yeah. In Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, I know the plans I have for you, saith the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope mm. and a future. At that time, I begin to dream dreams and begin to open my Bible, memorize God's word and begin to grasp The, the word of God, the promises of God in my life, wow. that I will give, delight yourself in me. I will give you your heart's desires. Yeah. yeah. He who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it. Mm. So when I was in high school, I told my mama, Ma, 
I don't want to be poor anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I have dreams uh, now. I have dreams. <laughs> yeah. And I want to go to college. Yeah. But it seems so impossible. Humanly hmm. speaking, it seems so impossible. But with God, yeah. nothing is impossible. Mm. So at that time, um, Compassion partners with 26 countries, uh, third world countries. They don't have a program for kids to go to college. But the year that I was about to graduate high school, they launched a program to send kids to college. Awesome. And I was one of the first 42 students to be in that program. Wow. Praise the Lord. And now I'm a physical therapist working in a hospital in Dallas, Texas. Yeah. That is so crazy. Wow. And so, and your sister... Was she also part of Compassion as well? My sister was not part of Compassion because at that time, um, when there's only two of you in in a family, like mm. two kids in a family, they want to give chance to other kids Families. to be sponsored. Yeah, but you know what's what's good? Um, my uh, sister got a scholarship with our town mayor. That's why she was able to go to college as well and graduate. Wow. As a medical technologist, That's yeah. So, cool. so this first letter struck you, and mm. but you continued writing yes. this gentleman. Yes, yeah. I continued writing the, uh, my sponsor. His name is Edwin Bonnie. He's in, he's from Australia, and then I would send him pictures too, and I would I would write in in a notebook a draft letter because at that time we were only given one letter form, and I don't want. So you would draft it and <laughs> yes. then write it and write it because I don't want to mess it up. I don't want erasure. <laughs> And, and how old were you when you first started again? I, I started when I was seven years seven. old. Seven, okay. Yes. And then he would send me koala cards. And I thought, these are just stuffed toys when I was a kid. <laughs> but the, the, the thing that I, I said, is he really going to answer my, my letters? Because it was so far away. Like, when you're in a third world country, you thought that this first world country are just so far away. It's yeah. unreachable. I cannot go there. Right. And then I said, is, is this really true? So I asked, I said, I'm going to pray that you're going to have a loving wife, a loving partner. And he wrote back just uh, months after. And he said, you know what? Sorry, I forgot to tell you. I just got married to oh, wow. this Fiji- Fijian lady. And oh I call gosh. her Mama Vina. <laughs> wow. Wild. So, I mean, this was for you mm-hmm. being a kid mm-hmm. writing someone in a quote first world country, mm-hmm. you know, seemingly across the world. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's not just, you know, you feel worlds apart, but you feel mm-hmm. like someone cares. Yes. That far yes. apart. And that's yes. something that I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. About compassion, I think that sets them uh, apart in mm-hmm. many ways is because mm-hmm. You know, in America specifically, but first world countries, you can mm-hmm. kind of just sign up for some stuff and, you know, mm-hmm. next thing you know, you're given money and it's you, mm-hmm. the box is checked unconnected. or whatever. Yes. But yeah. compassion allows you to in, to really help the cause by investing in the heart, soul and mind of the kids and mm-hmm. simply through letter mm-hmm. writing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's so unique and mm-hmm. so cool. And so it's cool to hear your story of like mm-hmm. how meaningful that was. Um, mm-hmm. So you kept writing him. I kept writing him. And uh, I think I don't talk about it often, but the first thing that I do when I receive the letter, yeah. I smell it. Oh, wow. It smells so fresh. You guys, you just don't understand That's how so- it smells. It smells so fresh because maybe it's the first world. It's the fresh air, yeah. all the apples and oranges, yeah. maybe, <laughs> in the Scented air. With apples. Yes. That's and such a little it. thing that yes. nobody, like, I would mm-hmm. never have even thought of that. Thought about it. Because um, are, yeah. you, are you getting other mail? 
I mean, are you guys, is your family receiving no. letters from any other source or way? I only receive letters from my sponsor. That's, I've never thought that, I, I have never received any letter from anybody at that time. Wow. It's just my sponsor. And I picture it in my mind. He was busy and he stopped. Yeah. And sat down and, and wrote right. and write to me. Right. And he it, doesn't even know me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not bad related to me. He just stopped in a portion. It's like... He said you mattered. Yes. Yeah. It's right. like in the story in the Bible, like um, when when that lady s- saying, Jesus, and Jesus stopped and looked back mm. and touched her mm. and healed her. That is just so amazing to me yeah. that he would do that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's so beautiful. Man, I don't really get teary-eyed often, but... <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, that's... Yeah. That is... That's a... I mean, again, going back to my point, I think that's such a beautiful part about mm-hmm. the letter writing process is because anyone mm-hmm. with resources can give resources, mm-hmm. but it's a heart and mind matter if you give your time and attention. Yeah. And I think giving that to people, mm-hmm. you know, letter writing alone would probably lift the spirits yes. and the conditions, who knows, um, mm-hmm. whether money is involved or not, mm-hmm. obviously it helps and it's really important, but I'm just saying, I think yeah. that's a very key, integral, mm-hmm. beautiful part yes. that um, people can play, you know, who have resources and the ability to do it. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, man. And to be able to look back, I think mm-hmm. this is something, you know, Jared and I, mm-hmm. we're, we really love yeah. letters and r- we believe in the power of writing mm-hmm. things down. And to be yeah. able to go back and yes. look at those letters, look at your first letter, mm-hmm. your second letter, mm-hmm. your third letter, or when you need that extra encouragement, mm-hmm. go to them and mm-hmm. read them. You know, was that sustaining for you? Yes. Like, was that something that was like, that you did do? That Did you go back and reference and read old yes. letters? Yes. Yeah. There's power in words. Yeah. In the encouragement of people, it can boost you up. It mm-hmm. can, yeah. it it can empower a person. Yeah, you know the very last letter. So he would send stickers to, and bookmarks, and I would save it, not and use it. Not You're not going to put that it, sticker on anything. It, yes. <laughs> the very last letter that he sent me, he said, um, like your last letter yes, before you letter. graduated. <laughs> yes, the la- wow. very last letter before I gra- graduated says, "If ever you come to Australia, we would be delighted to meet you." Who would have ever thought that I would come mm-hmm. to Australia? Wow! And we'll meet them. So that's another story. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, tell, can you no, tell okay, the story? I'm going to tell the story. Okay, tell so, the story. So after graduation from college, I need to take a very difficult exam and mm-hmm. my licensure exam. When I took that, I top, I aced my exam. So because of that, 1,700 students who took this exam, I landed 10th place. Wow. They gave me a medal because the government gave me a medal because of that. <laughs> the, your, your my government? Philippine, yeah. Philippine, the Philippines. Oh, my the gosh. The licensure, um, uh, what was yeah. the firm, the firm. Uh, so... So when they gave me this medal, I was thinking about my sponsors because it has been years since their last letter. So I was telling the Lord, Lord, I really want to meet my sponsors. Every year in, in our in our church, we have a prayer and fasting. And I usually I don't join because I was hungry when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that year, <laughs> I said, I'm going to join and I'm going to pray for that. I'm going to meet my sponsors. March, February came and March came a bunch of Australian sponsors came to the Philippines. And because my sponsor is Australian, they asked me to give a testimony. And after I did, they said, Kiwi, we want you to come to Australia. And there I met my sponsors. Wow. 
And wow. I I remember so vividly that they were coming up the stage and I I didn't even wait for them in this on the stage. <laughs> I ran. <See> ya. <laughs> I went to them yeah. and hugged them and over and over again I said thank you so much. Yeah. It didn't just change my life but my family and I know oh, one yeah. day my community. Yeah. Right. My mom is now a pastor of a small community church in the Philippines. And two months ago, oh gosh, we just opened a kids' church in our backyard. Wow. Wow. And it's called Glory to God a Kids', kids Ministry. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's give amazing. God all the glory, all the honor, and all the praises. Mm. You know, seven years ago, I got married in an Apple story Congrats. again. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. My husband, is, he's an executive chef. Imagine I was hungry when I was a kid. Now I'm married oh. to an executive chef. And you chef. have the best food ever. Oh I will my never gosh. be hungry again. It's amazing. <laughs> I, seven years ago, I invited my parents to come to the United States. And you know where I took them? I took them to an apple orchard. Oh, wow. wow. And my dad was just picking up apples from the ground. And I said, no, dad, God has blessed us exceedingly, mm. abundantly, more than we could ever ask or think. They weren't able to pick up apples from the tree. Wow. That's why every time I see apples, yeah, <laughs> I was reminded of, of the faithfulness of the Lord wow. in our lives. That's it's beautiful. so good. Yeah. Wow. That is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I had to share this up too. Um, yeah. I mean, that's just amazing. And so cool to think that mm. one person's yes, like mm, yes. that seemed so simple probably for them at the time of just, yeah, I'm going to, mm. I'm going to agree to yeah. sponsor a compassion child and start writing letters that mm. takes a few minutes of my yes. day you know, how often are you getting a letter? Once a month, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe less than that. At that time, it was snail mail. Yeah, so Slower. not a so lot. Even less than that. <laughs> yeah. A couple and times so, a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like the that s- seems so small to mm-hmm. us, but like the impact that yes. obviously it's had on your life, but yes. not only your life, your family, mm-hmm. and now the culture mm-hmm. and the people in the Philippines, yes. and your mom starting the church. Mm-hmm. And I know, like I'm sitting here teary eyed, mm-hmm. and. Like there's not a single person I know that isn't capable of making this impact and this difference. It's so simple for us. mm -hmm. Like it's such an easy yes. Mm -hmm. And it's, we can do it. And Mm -hmm. I always like, I always think of encouragement as, you know, it's free to encourage someone, but it could be of infinite worth to the person receiving it, you know? And so to take the time to sit down once a month and write a very basic short letter. It doesn't need to be this complicated Mm -hmm. thing, you know, and, and sponsor a compassion child. Like the impact of that is just Mm -hmm. so huge. And, and it's been cool for me to get to Mm -hmm. see it on the other side too, having been able to, you know, graduate a couple compassion Mm -hmm. children as well and have that experience. But wow, it's just, yeah. So if you're listening right now and you are impacted and you're Mm -hmm. like, I want to do this or I want to get involved somehow. And, you know, I can, I can give to a compassion child mm-hmm. 30, how much is it a month? Well, here, I think it's here, like here's the thing too. Like if you're $38 a month, yeah. a month yes. that's it. Yeah. Yes. So $38 a month to sponsor one child and then child. So $38 six, a month. So give up five lattes a month yes. and you're going, and it's the, you can change yes. the impact of someone's life and yes. future and surrounding community. Like that's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's totally wild. And if you're like in mm-hmm. college or or even high school, like do it with people. Yes. Like yeah. three or four friends getting together, yes. you know. My first sponsor child, I did th- I did it with people because I didn't have a job at the time, but I said mm. if 
if you guys can partner with me, That's we can sponsor awesome. this child. And that child was seven years old when I sponsored him. And he's now 17 years old. Wow. And I met my sponsored child mm. and he was just crying and like say, telling me, I mean, thank you so much. Dude. You like you went from being wow. sponsored because of because to of someone's a, love for mm, compassion mm, really to now sponsoring yes and I, that's the beauty i mean it reminds me mm, of just the glory of god mm, in the early church it's like when he gets in the hearts and souls mm, of people it spreads like wildfire mm, and that's how the compounding effect takes happens and so mm, from one person's yes it's so cool to know that mm, this story is happening how many people are, are how many sponsors are there there's millions of sponsors i'm sure 1.3 million Wow, 1.3 1. 1. million in the U.S. Like that is, that is incredible. And 2. I 2.1 global. Okay, wow. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> but but if if you just upped that by 10 percent, mm -hmm. my point is the compounding yeah. factors. Because then all of those people getting sponsored, you know, depending on life stories and circumstances yes. or whatever, could then end up sponsoring. And it's so talk about a world changing movement. Right. Like, well, we really can powerful. see the fine. You can. It's super easy to see the financial impact of kids graduating from the program, but to Unless we get in a situation like this where you get to tell us your story and the impact it's had on your family and your faith and your career and, you know, we don't know, we don't get to see a lot of like that hidden impact that's yeah. happening because of the relationships that are built, not just the money that's given. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so I think that's something that, that compassion is so unique in that they're allowing the opportunity to build a relationship with the person that you're helping or the family that you're helping and that is super powerful super powerful so. yeah so real quick we want to just let you guys know if you're listening and you're like i'm ready i want to do this I, I can say yes to writing a letter once a month and 38 dollars a month you guys can text roll off to 83393 and that's going to give you an immediate link through mobile where you can sponsor a child immediately so yeah. if you're listening to the podcast right now you know maybe if you're commuting wait till you get to <laughs> wait till you get to wherever you're going and then just text roll off um 83393 and you can sign up to sponsor a compassion child today and i know that that yeah. one simple yes today could have infinite impact for somebody in their family so yeah definitely yeah hmm, wow well kiwi <laughs> thank you for sharing your story with us thank you so um, much for having me yeah <laughs> this has been wonderful and we're so inspired by you and i know our oh. listeners are and i'm sure we weren't the only ones tearing no. up <laughs> as we're listening to your story mm -hmm. so thank you for sharing and yeah um it's really cool to just see your confidence mm -hmm. in christ too mm -hmm. and just how you know, not only the success of your career now being a physical therapist and and moving to the States and all of that, but just how confident you are in God's word and um, just yeah. standing strong in him. So. And something that kind of really struck inspiring. me too is just like how your dad's just change of heart, mm -hmm. like his mm -hmm. faithfulness to, and then to lead his family into that mm -hmm. is yeah. compounding. As a father, I'm yes. thinking about that, like, wow, that decision, that Willingness to have that heart change and that commitment to then follow through with it, I mean, changed his family tree for yes. forever. Like it's really powerful. Yeah. What an amazing story. So I'm, I'm maybe you already said this, but do you sponsor mm -hmm. a compassion child now today? Yes, you I do, do sponsor four kids, four two kids. from okay. the Philippines because I'm oh. biased. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. One from Haiti and one from Bolivia. Okay. And just this uh, this morning, my husband wrote to our sponsor child. Oh. Wow. And just That's encouraging awesome. her. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us that yeah, you didn't get a chance to? Or? Yes. Um, I know that God has blessed us to be a blessing mm. to other people. Yeah. 
and to be his hands and feet to other people. Yes, it's just so amazing. If you if you think that you can't do it, mm. yes, you can. Yeah, God has given you all the talents, all the resources. Just mm-hmm. obey His words. Mm-hmm. Obey to be His hands and feet to other people. Yeah, yeah, His hands mm-hmm. and feet. Mm-hmm. Generous stewards. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. It's good. Totally. Well, what an encouragement and uh, a healthy dose of conviction, I would say. Mm-hmm. It's so true. Like we're so, I mean, we're, we're walking fortunate, you know. Yeah. I we mean, are beyond blessed. We're beyond blessed. <laughs> and um, he continues to give us immeasurably more than we and that, ever th- ask or That imagine, even you know? turns, that has become somewhat of a cliche in like mm-hmm. American culture. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're so blessed. Like mm-hmm. it's on our science and, and it's like, mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. like we really truly are. And until you see the you know, the dichotomy there mm-hmm. until you see the comparison, which mm-hmm. most people in America never to. do or never will right. yes. because you don't want to look either. Um, it's just something that becomes a phrase like, oh, we're blessed. But it's like, no, mm-hmm. God truly has blessed mm-hmm. us to be a blessing. Like you said, we are called to be the hands and feet. Mm-hmm. And it is up to us to get up and move. So many people are waiting on God when God uses people. Mm-hmm. We are the people yes. that can change the world. And it's our yeah. job to do so. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I love it. Well said, babe. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, again, Kiwi, this is this was yeah moving. So thank you so much for joining thank us. It's yes. a pleasure to have you in. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. What an amazing story. I hope um, the reality of that story came through um, in the earphones because sitting across the table from her was really special and it got us all uh, pretty emotional. A little teary eyed. Which, well, if you're listening, you probably were too. Yeah, because. yeah, it it moved us, and uh, we we hope and pray it moved you guys too. And so we're actually going to ask you to pull out your phone right now and sponsor a child. And there's two ways to do that. You can text Roloff to the number eight three three nine three, and that'll send you an immediate link that you can click and sponsor a child. It's super quick and simple. The other way you can do that is compassion.com backslash Roloff. And again, it'll just send you a link and um, you can sponsor a child. It's super quick and simple. Again, it's $38 a month. And you can do this like with friends, like get together with a couple. If you're married, get together with a couple friends um, if you need and sponsor a child and split the cost. Like there's so many ways to do this if you just get a little creative. Mm -hmm. And as you just heard, it has the potential to not just change a single person's life, but but to change a family tree's trajectory. Yeah. And a community. All because we're, we've been given so much. Yeah. We were born into America. And like that comes with, I think, a responsible, a sense of responsibility because we belong to the kingdom of God to then help everyone and anyone in wherever and however we can. And so this is just one way we're offering for you guys. We believe in in compassion. Um, We know where the money is going. There's stories to prove it. And um, yeah, yeah. So again, two ways to do that: text Roloff. That's just our last name: R O L O F F. Text Roloff to the phone number eight three three nine three. It'll send you a link. It's the probably the easiest way to do it. Or you can go to www.compassion.com backslash Roloff. Both of those ways, um, you can sponsor a child. And now to the giveaway that we mentioned at the beginning of this episode. Uh, we said anyone and everyone that does something will get a free signed copy of our latest book, New York Times bestseller, A Love Letter Life. Um, and we're going to give one to everyone that sponsors a child. Yeah. So all you have to do is text 
um, roll off to that number, 833-93, or you can go online and sign up to sponsor a compassion child at compassion.com backslash roll off. And when you do that, you're basically just going to get a book in the mail signed yeah. from us for free. So you get a free book and you get the chance to impact not only one person's life, but potentially a family, a community, a yeah. culture, and also your own life. And I think just going back to you know some of the things that we were talking about in the interview, for me, my parents signing up to sponsor Compassion Children when I was a young child, I think that really taught me compassion from a young age because... I was able to write to somebody that I didn't know who was in poverty and really struggling and far less fortunate than me. And doing that and loving on someone that I don't know in that way from a young age, I think was just a really awesome thing that my parents instilled in me and empowered me to be able to do. So if you're a parent listening right now, yeah. you can... Um, you can do this with your kids. Like you can be the sponsor, but allow your children to write the letters. I think that's a really cool yeah. um, thing that my parents did for me. And like Jeremy mentioned too, like maybe this is something that you guys decide to do as a family or as a church community or as a Bible study group. Um, you know, one kid and going in and everyone pitching $5 or whatever to sponsor. It's only $38 a month. And yeah. You know, you can write a letter once a month or once every other month, and you could potentially graduate a compassion child like Kiwi. And that impact could be far greater than you yeah, ever I mean, imagined. I mean, it's, it's kingdom impact too, at the yeah. end of the day. It's storing up treasures um, into the king into the, for the kingdom. And yeah. I don't know, I just, it's cool. So we're- We hope that you do this. Let us know if you do. We want to know. Um, you know, if you choose to write a compassion child and um we hope that it's an encouraging yeah. thing for you too and for your family and and like walking by the fridge, you know, we see the photo. I mean, like we have a photo on our fridge. Yeah, of, of our two girls, Estefani um, and Jessica. Estefani with like the goat that we helped her buy. Yeah, she sent us a picture of which her is where with she goat. lives is a huge, <laughs> huge deal. And so, anyways. It's just every time we walk by, you know, it's, it's, it feels so real. Yeah, like, it's real that we get to like receive those letters and see those pictures. And we say and all have of that this, relationship. Yes, babe. And we say all of this in humility with like healthy conviction. Mm. We just feel like, you know, we have this podcast and this platform. And you, if you've been following us for any length of time, you know, we, we do our best to use our platforms for what we feel is good. And yeah. we feel this is good. And so we're, you know, we wanted to tell her story, but also just offer a healthy conviction for any of you that feel led to potentially join us um, in, in the mission of sponsoring a child. So that just might be less fortunate. But um, again, healthy conviction here. We say all this <laughs> in humility. I just want to make that clear. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good stuff. So thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, it's a fun podcast. It's really nice, babe, having someone in the studio. Yeah. Like, we got to try to figure out how to do that more. It was just so much more, like, emotionally connecting. Obviously, her story was, too. But yeah. just to be able to be in person. Um, she came all the way out from Dallas to be with us. And so we're super grateful to just have had her yeah. in the studio. And it was really great. So, All right. Well, hope you guys enjoyed it. And, um yeah, share the episode. As always, we buy five of you coffee every single week. If you just screenshot it, post it to your stories and tag us in the in the podcast at Behind the Scenes Podcast. Um, all right, we'll talk to you next week. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.